The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back into Rams Showcase. Tonight, your Los Angeles Rams are Super Bowl champions. Plus, tally up the game badges, Reggie. And later, who stays and who goes? We take a peek at free agency next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back into Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio and the Fan-Sided Network. I am your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bex. I am laying down the law for you tonight. Some good stuff to get into, guys. Rams, Super Bowl champions. I can't say it enough. It's so much fun. What an incredible week this has been. It's been absolutely incredible, and it's hard to put into words, and I know it's my job to do that (laughs) because uh, I'm speaking into a microphone about it, so... We got a bunch of cool stuff that we are going to talk about tonight, though. We will talk about this game. We'll talk about some coaching changes here. We got some program uh, updates for you guys as far as Rams Showcase goes. Tallying up the game badges, getting into free agency, and then we got some fan cases on the back end, some solid fan cases as we head into the offseason. We are trying to soak it in as much as we can with this big, beautiful dub that the LA Rams were able to pull off at SoFi Stadium against the Cincinnati Bengals last week. And uh, first, of, first and foremost, guys, I do appreciate your guys' patience with me. This week has been absolutely bananas for me. Uh, not only did the Rams, of course, win the Super Bowl, and that caused a whole madness of busyness for myself, but also on Monday, the day after the Super Bowl, I actually started a new job, so now I'm at two jobs. And uh, it's actually pretty awesome, guys. I'm actually officially an on-air person. I, I started at a local radio station, so that's pretty pretty fun stuff there. But... Uh, so I do appreciate you guys' patience with me this week. It's just been a little bit nuts with with uh, the the dual job in it. So uh, it's 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 been some some fun. But the the Ram Showcase thing is gonna well the thing it's gonna be getting a little bit of a shift. The schedule is what I'm referring to. the The Ram Showcase schedule is going to be getting potentially a, a little bit of a shift. It could be a Saturday show from here on out. So we'll kind of keep you guys updated on that one. Any updates involving Ram Showcase, I usually post them either on, uh, well, I do post them on the the YouTube channel in the community section there. So if you guys head over to the channel, you will get all that information. The Facebook page, it's there as well. I post it on my personal Facebook page. And then uh, Twitter is also a place where you can get those updates as well. So we will get into uh, some, like a lot of the changes and stuff like that in just one second. But I wanted to, to, we have to, a giveaway to do, okay? And last week, all I needed from you guys was to say something along the lines of Go Rams, Horns Up, anything like that, Mob Squad, whatever it is that you guys like to say, Rams House, but I only got a few submissions, okay? And that's totally fine. I try to, I try to bash nobody for not participating in anything like that, although the, the, the number of entries that I had did not match the number of viewers that I had, so... What the heck, guys? Don't you guys like winning free stuff? So what I'm going to do for you guys, anybody who did enter that Super Bowl giveaway, send me a message. Let's get you something, all right? Even if it's something small, we might just be doing these little Ram Showcase decals for you guys. 
Uh, so we can do these ones as well, but just, hey, shoot me a message. We'll get you at least one of these, all right? So we'll talk with, with Josh from Shaw's Customs about that one, uh, get you guys some stuff out for sure. But we have a giveaway, a big giveaway. This is the winner of winners giveaway. You are the mega winner if your name is in this hat and I get it pulled, all right? Every winner that I had this season for the Shaw's Customs giveaways, I have their na- your name right here, right in my hat, and we are going to pull a winner. So... This one is courtesy of Shaw's Customs. Got to turn it all the way. And like I said, everybody who who won this year, you guys are in this, and that's some good stuff. So uh, the the giveaway from Shaw's Customs, I don't know exactly what it is, but he was sending me some photos of some of his Super Bowl decals. So I I almost guarantee that that will be in there. So that's going to be some amazing stuff. But let's go ahead and get to our winner of winners giveaway. And then we got some updates for you guys as far as the Rams showcase scheduling goes and updates on that. So your name is probably in this hat if you're a winner. And let's see if you guys are the mega winners. And we will 100% be giving away this mega winner, all right? I'm going to give you guys a deadline. And if I don't hear from you by then, we are picking another name. I'm not throwing this away yet because somebody is winning this. We will have a deadline and you guys will respond. (laughs) Okay, all right. Here we go. We got aggressive eye contact right now for our giveaway. This name right here feels like the absolute champion. Let's see what the what we got here. The winner of the winners of winners giveaway is John Perry. Congratulations, John. I know that you won actually a few times this year, so your odds were pretty solid, man. But congratulations. You got yourself the champion of champions giveaway. The winner of winners. You are the mega winner. All those other winners are now losers because you are the winner of winners. That's some amazing stuff, man. So just reach out to me. I, I You typically reach out to me pretty quick. So I, I, everybody else that's in the hat... Guys, you guys, you guys better hope that John is not paying attention because he usually is. So we're going to keep that one over here. John, congratulations, man. Uh, I know that uh, we'll have a conversation in the messages about the, the giveaway, but you are the winner of the winners. So congratulations to John. That's some awesome stuff there. And uh, if you guys, if you're watching again with your son, John, then uh, Michael. Hey, man, what's up? <laughs> How's it going? Some good stuff there. All right, let's get into some program notes before we head into the real big news here as far as the L.A. Rams are concerned. But we'll start with just some Ram Showcase news for you guys. All right, there are some additions coming to Ram Showcase. Things are going to be getting a little bit of a shift over the course of this offseason. So Ram Showcase has made uh, so far two additions, but we might be looking at a couple more. Uh, so we are growing here at Ram Showcase, which is some amazing stuff. It's been myself uh, next month uh, on the on the 15th of, of March is actually the six year anniversary of Ram Showcase, which is really exciting stuff. But hey, it took me six years to get some help <laughs> and and I'm excited about it, man. This will be really fun. So uh, there is a producer that is joining the Ram Showcase staff here and that is going to be an awesome addition. I'm not going to do any like a, a introductions here. I almost want to do like a formal introduction if they are willing to do that and participate with that. But I want to do a, a formal introduction so you guys can meet the the new people here at Ram Showcase. So that's going to be fun. But there is getting, going to be a producer joining. And honestly, this guy, I, I'm so excited about what he can bring to the, to the table as far as Ram Showcase goes and the production value of Ram Showcase. I'm super excited about it because, you know, like I said, I've been doing this alone for a while here. And I think that I've been able to build a pretty decent show for you guys. But uh, for, for, for this gentleman coming in, I'm really pumped to see what what he's able to add to this to this production and to to Ram Showcase itself. We also have a new social media specialist coming in, 
and that's going to be really exciting too. You guys will mainly be interacting with him on social media, uh, so I, I will still be there in some capacity, but I'm sure like most of you guys have picked up on so for, uh, throughout the years of, of the social media of Ram Showcase, I'm, I'm not the best at responding, all right? I get a little bit busy sometimes, and hey, it's all good, but I'll still be on there as well, but we got somebody else coming in to give you guys even more better content than I'm wi- I'm able to, not willing, <laughs> I'm definitely willing to bring it to you guys, but more than I'm able to bring to you guys, so uh, especially with two jobs now, I think this is going to be a huge benefit to Ram Showcase, and uh, for, for you guys, for everybody watching me, I think this is going to be uh, an awesome experience for you guys, just, just to to increase what you feel from Ram Showcase and and this side here of this side of the camera, I, I think that this will be a, a massive improvement here. And we also are going to start merch this off season. Officially, we will start that. I know I kind of teased it a little bit this year, but the the Rams they just kept on winning football games and it kept on you know keeping me busy, which is definitely not a complaint. I absolutely loved every single second of this last season. So we will be starting that. Uh, we got some good quotes for you guys on some shirts that we'll be getting, but Ram Showcase shirts are on their way. We'll see what else we can get for you guys as far as the merch goes, but that will be coming very soon. And that is going to be courtesy of All Pro Sports, and we will also continue our, our partnership with Shaw's Customs as well, but uh, we wanted to add in All Pro Sports also because, hey, these are these are companies run by Rams fans, all right? And they, I can't get enough of that, so... Hey, if you guys have a company that that is uh Rams related, then then reach out. Let's see what maybe we can we can get going. All right, so that's gonna be some amazing stuff there. Super pumped about this offseason and the shift that is going to be happening. We'll be getting a whole new restructure of the the sheriff station. That'll be kind of shifting up, and we'll see what happens. Uh, so that that'll be fun. But live shows will be returning as well. I will keep you guys updated on when that that will be happening. But live shows are coming back. The sheriff station is gonna get a little bit of an overhaul. So We'll get it looking even fresher in here for you guys, and it's going to be fun stuff. So I uh, can't wait for this offseason. This, uh, this offseason is going to be a total game changer on this side of the camera here. So that's, that's fun. Let's get into some news, some coaching changes for you guys. And I don't have every single coaching change here because a lot of it's uh, d- like deep assistant stuff. So it's, it's all good. We got some, some things happening, though, and some, some new faces that we will see on the LA Rams sideline next year. So... First and foremost, guys, Kevin O'Connell, KOC, congrats, man. He is officially the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. So the Rams do have an offensive coordinator spot open. I kind of get the feeling that it'll be somebody from within, but we'll kind of see how it unfolds. Uh, not Not everything's locked in so far as far as coaches go, but it also is very unfortunate when you are, uh, when it comes to your coaching staff, when you're a Super Bowl team, sometimes it can be a little bit unfortunate that you are having to kind of pick, I don't want to say the scraps because that sounds rude, but you do kind of got to pick out from what's left of people. Uh, so I, that's why I, I tend to believe that the Rams will go in-house for this hire. But hey, who knows? Maybe there's somebody out there that the Rams got their eyes on. Sean McVay definitely has some really strong connections throughout the league. So, uh, But Kevin O'Connell, officially the Vikings head coach. So congratulations to KOC. Uh, another branch off of that Sean McVay tree. I'm rhyming over here. Didn't even know. And uh, Ejiro Ivero officially announced as the Denver Broncos defensive coordinator. So congratulations to Ivero. He was the Rams secondary coach. So that is now a position that is open. Dwayne Stukes officially named as the Broncos special teams coach. And Marcus Dixon officially named as the Broncos defensive line coach. They're just 
the Broncos are taking all of our guys. <laughs> They're trying to get a little taste of that Super Bowl action that the Rams were able to experience this season. So we do have some openings that are here. And uh, one report does say that the Rams are hiring Mike Kliss from the Broncos as their new linebacker coach. So some people tend to think that this is a move that could potentially see a, a shift in the future of Von Miller. Maybe he sticks around as he does. Uh, there is some familiarity there. I don't necessarily buy into all of that stuff. I don't necessarily think that the Rams hiring somebody from the Broncos to be linebacker coach just means Von Miller staying Similar to the fact that I don't think that the, the the Packers hiring that quarterback coach is a sign for sure that, that Rodgers is staying. I just don't buy it yet. I, can, I don't know. It's Without going all the way into the Packers stuff, I think that there are decisions that still need to be made before Rodgers makes his decision. I don't think that that's determined yet whether he's going to stick around or not. And I also, I don't know if Von Miller's sticking around yet. Like, we'll, we'll kind of see, I guess. We will be talking about who I think stays and who I think goes a little bit later on. That will be a, its own individual clip. If you guys are only hearing the audio version of this, YouTube will have that clip by itself, a standalone, uh, as well as the look back, stuff like that. So uh, if you guys are hearing the audio only version, YouTube, uh, you can get it broken up into different little segments. If you guys are watching me on YouTube, then hey, you can also hear me on like ramblingfan.com or like iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. So hey, I'm everywhere. I can get injected directly into your ear holes <laughs> from multiple different sources. Um, but uh, getting back to the coaches a little bit here, I wanted to talk like a little bit because I have a vote for who I think should be the Rams secondary coach. And I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. I haven't really picked up the vibe on anything as far as how everybody feels about the coaching changes or anything like that. But honestly, guys, my vote goes to Eric Weddle. I think that Eric Weddle was a massive improvement on the Rams defense, not because of his physical play necessarily. He was out of football for two years. He had been coaching and stuff like that, but and um, playing pickup basketball, that was like the whole thing. But there's something about his presence there, his leadership and his knowledge that I think is super beneficial to this LA Rams defense. And I think that he would step in as a as a secondary coach, and I think he would do an amazing job. So that's my personal vote. If you guys have names in mind, uh, the, let me know, okay? Because I am curious to see what you guys think as well. If you guys maybe think that Eric Weddle would do an awesome job, or maybe you think he'd do a poor job. I mean, either way, let's start that conversation. Let's talk about it. Because I think that he would do uh, a, a great job as the secondary coach for the LA Rams. I think it would be exciting stuff. My vote still goes to Eric Weddle, 100%. So I think it'd be fun. Let's take a look back here. Actually, you know what? <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we'll look back. At Super Bowl 56. Welcome back into Rams Showcase. I am your host, Sheriff Joe Baggs. The Los Angeles Rams were able to defeat the Cincinnati Bengals in Super Bowl 56, 23-20, becoming champion, Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. That was an absolutely incredible game. Actually, if you look at it, the last, what was it, seven games of the of the season of the like the divisional round, the conference championship games, and then the Super Bowl, the the largest point differential, I want to say it was just the six, because I, I heard seven, but I I, I want to say that that was an overtime touchdown, so it was just six points as far as a score differential. There's already conversations that this was the best playoffs in NFL history, and I know that some people will kind of point to recency bias and stuff like that, but Throughout the most of, of playoff history, there's been a bunch of blowouts. There's been even conference championship games that are not that close. Super Bowls that are not that close. 
And the Rams, I mean, the Rams played in three-point wins from the divisional round and on. And, of course, the, they had the big win against the Arizona Cardinals in the wild card round, but then three-point dubs following, like, all the way through, which is amazing stuff. It was some amazing football that we were able to watch in this postseason. And the L.A. Rams coming out on top of that over the Cincinnati Bengals at SoFi Stadium. The Rams did lead at halftime. It was 13-10, to 10, but somehow it just felt like they were down. Like, it felt like the Rams... Even with the lead going into half, something felt like the Rams just weren't playing at their best. Like, there there was something still left out there. You know what I mean? And then, of course, the second half starts, and it was a, it was demoralizing. The second half, the, the very beginning of it was absolute chaos, all right? So, you get the very first play from scrimmage on in the second half is that touchdown to T. Higgins. And, of course, I mean, we can talk about the penalty. I don't necessarily need to. I think I, we all saw it. It was definitely a penalty. It wasn't called. Whatever. Bad calls happen. What are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? It's unfortunate in the situation. You're in the Super Bowl. First play of the second half. You know, and then you get a, a blatant call like that. I, I'm, I'm not sure why it wasn't called. But, hey, I'm still in the boat that Rams fans, I still got like two more years until we're allowed to complain about pass interference. All right. Because the Rams, uh, well, of course, that NFC Championship game against the New Orleans Saints, I mean, that was a bad one there. And I kept the clip. I said in my video, actually, I'm not even sure if I released that. I did have the video somewhere uh, saying that, like, that was definitely pass interference. I'm glad they didn't call it. So, I don't know. It happens, guys. Bad calls happen. Refs are humans. They're not even full-time. They, like, have other jobs and stuff like that. And so... I don't know. It's 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 hard to to pinpoint that as like anything super major. And also, there was some bad calls throughout the game. So you got to take all of it into consideration. So yes, it was a bad call, but either way, it was a touchdown, and that's demoralizing. When you start the second half, you you go into halftime, you're up, and then that's the very first play of the second half. Then the Rams come out on offense, and the very first play. Ben Skoranek looks like he doesn't know what the heck he's doing and tips the ball right to a Bengals defender interception. So first play for the Bengals touchdown first play by the Rams interception. I'm sitting there like you got to be freaking kidding me, man. And it just it kind of felt like it was like, okay, everybody take a breath. Relax. We got this. All right. And then, of course, losing OBJ. That was that was terrible in the first half because you could tell based on the way that the game was unfolding and the way that he was involved after getting that touchdown, the way that he was he was involved in a lot of the offensive plays and stuff. It just you could tell he was a big part of the offensive game plan. So him going out with the torn ACL, extremely unfortunate. And of course, the timing's unfortunate. You're in, you know, you're in February and now he's going to have to have surgery and all this stuff. And he probably won't be available for like OTAs and all that stuff. So, hey, I, what's Cam Akers' doctor doing? All right, let's hit that guy up because that guy, he knows what he's doing. All right, so OBJ, though, I mean, that's really unfortunate for, for him, especially timing-wise. Uh, and I don't want to like get into like, well, maybe we could save some money on him now. Like, I don't, because that seems just like inappropriate. I mean, the dude finally, he's finally like hitting his stride. He's finally not being talked about in such a negative light, and then that happens in the Super Bowl. So it's really unfortunate. I feel for the dude, man, because it's you You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Uh, he's he's come such a long way, and he fits in so well with the Los Angeles Rams. So you, you really do hate to see it. I do still expect him back, though. Uh, but, you know, you could feel it. he was a big part of it. And then, of course, the way that the game goes, uh, the offense is, you know, kind of struggling that whole third quarter and, you know, into the fourth a little bit. And then out of nowhere, it's like, all right, no, we're doing this. All right, this is our house. <laughs> this is the Rams' house. And just got it done. And that was unbelievable. I mean, when we needed our superstars, we got our superstars. You know what I mean? It's, it, 
there's like Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and like we we have these guys that just like when we needed them, they performed. It's really unfortunate that, that was probably Jalen Ramsey's worst career game. I, I don't hate Jalen Ramsey now because of it or anything like that. It's just unfortunate that in that that stage that he had just what I would consider a pretty poor poor performance, and especially on his standards. You know what I mean? Like we expect Jalen Ramsey because of who he is. We expect him to play at this level all the time, and. Sometimes he's been at this level, and that's okay because it's still, the average is still like around here, you know what I mean? But I said it on the NFC West Roundtable not that long ago that there's something about Jalen Ramsey where you can say he's an absolute stud, he's a superstar, or you can say he's average. And I think you almost have an argument for either side. And it kind of just depends. You can kind of cherry pick your information on that. And I could cherry pick information and say he's the best cornerback in the league right now. And somebody else can cherry pick information and say he's average. And both have a legitimate argument. So it's kind of interesting how it goes. But speaking of superstars, we did get a Los Angeles Rams big old dub. So we got some game badges for you guys. Put it on up. That's right. Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup Coop with the game badge as well. So for Aaron Donald, four total tackles on the day. Had two sacks. And then he closed out that game with the pressure on Joe Burrow. If Donald doesn't get to Joe Burrow on that play, I'm sure you guys have heard about it by now, but if he does not get there, Jalen Ramsey fell down on Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase was wide open running down the right sideline. And Joe Burrow, he's been good at finding those, you know what I mean? So if Aaron Donald is not there that fast on Burrow, maybe the Rams don't win the game. That's huge. Absolutely huge. And it felt like when we needed Aaron Donald to be Aaron Donald and to go get it, he was there. We needed him on that last play. It's fourth down. You even see, you know, uh, Sean McVay, which, by the way, my favorite thing ever is that he, like, leans down, puts his hands on his knees, exactly like Vermeil did on the last play of the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 34. They, you know, like, that That kind of stuff is amazing. But even he said it. He's like, he's like Aaron Donald's going to make a play. Donald's going to make a play. And Aaron Donald made the freaking play. It was un- un- unbelievable. I, it's, you needed it. And it happened. That's just who Aaron Donald is. It seems like every time we needed him to do something, he just got it. And on the third down play, the play right before it, he's like being blocked and tackles the guy with one arm. Unbelievable. You don't want to tell me Aaron Donald wanted that game? It was incredible stuff. Absolutely incredible. Cooper Cup, he ended with the day with eight receptions for 92 yards, two touchdowns, one run for seven yards. And that came on a fourth down. So massive play. Massive play. It was on that jet sweep there. The, like... I love the way that that play unfolded because the way it started, like he goes in motion, he kind of stops and then goes and uh, the ball snapped a jet sweep. And then he was able to, the, the blocks just kind of worked out perfect. Blanton had a killer one there on the edge and he was able to cut up, got seven yards on it first down and kept it moving. And then later on in that drive was able to get the touchdown on Eli Apple, who is still putting ointment on himself because he's just been burnt all day uh, and not just on the football field, but also via Twitter. That's what happens, Eli Apple, when you're going to talk about, uh, you know, you're going to just run your mouth all week leading up to the Super Bowl. And you got to try to cover Cooper Cup. So way to go, man. Nailed it. And then he comes out after the Super Bowl. He's like, you guys are lighting my fire, man. I'm going to come back better next year. Okay, Eli. (laughs) Classic Eli Apple. That's funny. But it's uh, maybe not the yardage that we've typically seen from, from Cooper Cup on the year. But he, I mean, he had the critical catches in the critical moments. And to, to quote some, uh, some, some Sean McVay-isms for you guys, can't say enough about this guy. He played his best when his best was required, and that's all we needed from him. In those moments, when we needed Cooper Cup to be Cooper Cup, he was Cooper Cup. 
And it was awesome. <laughs> it was amazing stuff. And of course, he does walk away with the Super Bowl MVP. If I would have been voting, I personally would have given it to Aaron Donald. But hey, I have no complaints about who it went to. I could have gone to anybody. I don't care. Cooper Cup, though, Super Bowl MVP, absolutely unbelievable. And some people still talking about Cooper Cup like he's not the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? All right, look at what he did this year. Triple crown. He uh, he he set the record for most receptions in a playoff run. Uh, he he got the Super Bowl MVP. What else was it? Uh, offensive Player of the Year. Those three things. So Triple Crown, Offensive Player of the Year, and Super Bowl MVP. That's only been done by one other wide receiver in the history of the NFL, and that is Jerry Rice. And he did not do it in one year. Cooper Cup did. Cooper Cup is the the best wide receiver in the NFL today. You cannot argue with me on that. I am right. That is the truth. He is the best right now. All right. And people want to say Devontae Adams, stuff like that. Yes, those guys are unbelievable. I don't want to take anything away from those guys. But also, let's keep in our heads here that Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams are the same height and weight. Everybody likes to say that Cooper is a slot guy, all this stuff. He is the same height and weight as Devontae. And he's a better route runner than Devontae. And until Devontae can do something that puts him in a conversation with Jerry Rice, I don't want to hear it anymore. It's Cooper Cup. It is Cooper Cup, who is the best receiver in the game right now. Moving on. <laughs> we do have a, a parade badge as well, because that was freaking awesome. All right, so I was I was at work watching this. I, I saw the notification of the live stream, so I'm like working at my desk, and I've got my phone up with uh, the, the parade playing, and it was so much fun. I, like I had like those moments there where it says like Super Bowl champions, stuff like that, and it's uh, the buses and seeing Aaron Donald up there. And I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, but either way, the parade badge is to, is, is going to Matthew Stafford. And this is not going to be part of the game badge total, but parade badge goes to Matthew Stafford because he was up there just super lit, having a great time. And I loved it. He was clearly just having a blast. He deserves that celebration, though. He just deserves it. You know what I mean? He deserves it. Tom Brady chimed in and said, hey, Matthew, maybe drink some water. Okay, Tom Brady can shut up, all right? Because, <laughs> because we saw just last year somebody could not handle their booze, and that was one Tom Brady. Maybe that's why he's giving this advice, but he does not need to be giving anybody advice on how to, how, how to handle their celebrations because he clearly could not. What are you doing, Tom? What are you doing? It's kind of interesting, though, speaking of Tom Brady real fast, that uh, the, 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 the St. Louis Rams won the Super Bowl about three months before Tom Brady was drafted, and then right after he announces his retirement, the Rams win their next Super Bowl. So Tom Brady's career, it, I think he's, he was the bad luck on, on, the Rams, uh, <laughs> on the Rams franchise. Maybe it was because he was a Niners fan growing up, something like that. But th throughout the entire time that Tom Brady was in the in the NFL, the Rams did not win a Super Bowl and lost two Super Bowls to him. So, and they were both played on February third in their respective uh, seasons. But Tom Brady, I think, was the bad luck charm for uh, for the the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead. And get okay. We'll give away our 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 game badge total tally here, because we have some. I, I was surprised by some of these numbers actually, as I went through the season and and tallied up all the all the numbers here. It, it was a little bit surprising to me. So 
At number one, we actually have a tie for number one with the total game badges. At coming in at five apiece, we had quarterback Matthew Stafford and wide receiver Cooper Cup, which honestly, that checks out. That makes total sense that throughout the season, I was high on Stafford, high on Cup. These guys had an amazing connection all season long, and they are tied for first for most game badges throughout this season. Of course, we only give them away to winners. There was one given away on a losing game. Actually, you know what? That was two. I lied. So two that we gave away on a losing game just because of incredible uh, individual performances. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, next up, with this is tied for third with two apiece. We had running back Sony Michelle and defensive lineman Aaron Donald. I was a little bit surprised to see Donald only had two, so that, that maybe is on me a little bit. But also, for the, the, a good chunk of the season, it kind of felt like it was like, oh man, this is a little bit of a down year for Aaron Donald. He's 30 now, whatever. And then Later in the season, it almost felt like he was saving himself a little bit. That last quarter of the season and throughout the playoffs, unstoppable. Back to being Aaron Donald, the Aaron Donald that we all know, that we all love, and that we've watched for years and has been unbelievable to watch. So it's, it's been fun. And then at one apiece, we have linebacker Kenny Young, who is no longer a Ram. He's a Denver Bronco now. Wide receiver Van Jefferson. Wide receiver Robert Woods. Linebacker Ernest Jones cornerback Jalen Ramsey and running back Cam Akers. Van Jefferson and Jalen Ramsey both are ones that did receive a game badge on a loss, but that was just because of individual performances. Uh, so congrats to everybody who uh, won away, walked away with one of the most prestigious awards in NFL history, the Sheriff Joe Bags game badge. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and take a quick break here. On the other side, we're talking free agency. Who stays? Who goes? We'll talk about it next. Ram Showcase right here on Sports World Radio and the Fan Sided Network. Let's go ahead. We're, we got some free agency to talk about here, so we're kind of shifting a little bit. I know that the Rams just won the Super Bowl. We took our time to celebrate that, but hey, you know what's coming up? A whole other season that we got to talk about, all right? So let's go ahead and hop into it. We got the offseason coming up. Of course, we, the schedule's not out yet, so we like there's a lot of things that are still to come. Free agency, extensions, people being cut, trades, all that stuff is on the way. The draft, which is not necessarily an exciting day for Rams fans, but it is a, a big day in the NFL, of course. So I, I want to preface this a little bit, this section here, because I want it to be a little bit clear that this is by no means me saying that I want these guys to stay or I want these guys to leave. This is just simply my predictions. And one thing that we've seen is this LA Rams front office is unpredictable. Because if you would have told me, first of all, I put out a whole video on why I did not think Deshaun Jackson was going to be a Los Angeles Ram. And he was a Los Angeles Ram, like shortly after. I'm like the kiss of death when it comes to that. I tried it with Julio Jones, and then I think it backfired on myself because I said, there's no way he's coming, and then the odds dramatically jumped up, and then I talked about that, and then he went somewhere else. So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but the, this front office is extremely unpredictable. We didn't think that Von Miller would be here. Odell Beckham Jr. would be here. So this is not me saying I want these guys to stay. I want these guys to go. This is simply my prediction. Please drop yours in the comment section below, no matter where you guys are hearing me. Drop it below. Let me know what you guys think as far as who you think is going to stick around, who you think's leaving, all that. All right, so drop it with me here, and uh, let's go ahead and hop into it. First up, we're going to start with newly acquired linebacker Vaughn Miller. All right, so the Rams did trade for linebacker Vaughn Miller from the Denver Broncos, and 
it was it was a part of a weird kind of double trade where the Rams sent Kenny Young for what felt like nothing, even though Kenny Young was playing really well. And it kind of felt like it wasn't done yet. You know, like, I think we ain't done yet. But it's it, but then it, uh, the just, it was shortly after that that the the announcement was made that the the Rams traded for Von Miller. So Von Miller, he had nine total sacks as as far as the season goes, and that includes the 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 postseason, which from the time of the trade to the end of the season that was the most in the NFL. So I, I think his impact was very clear. I think it was obvious, and I think he definitely increased not only the production level of the Rams defense but the, from a leadership standpoint as well. So my prediction here is that Von Miller actually does stay with the Los Angeles Rams. I think he likes being in Los Angeles. I think that, I mean, well, we know that he he's spent a lot of time as far as uh, his off seasons in Los Angeles. I know that he does have a lot of ties to Denver and not everybody is thrilled that he is, he is not in Denver anymore being in Colorado myself. I definitely pick that up still, but I, I do think that he does stick around Von Miller I believe we'll stick around. We will see what happens. Um, but that is my prediction here. Uh, I, I also, I think that the way that this linebacker group looks right now, I think that we could use a just a, a good, more like a veteran for to stick around for another year. Not, not to take anything away from Leonard Floyd, but I think that we the difference was obvious when we went to Von Miller. Next up, we've got, we have cornerback Darius Williams. And Williams, going into last offseason, I was very high on Darius Williams, like most of us were. And... It, it the, he ended up just coming back on the, the Rams just gave him the tender. And then, so he comes back on this single season deal and I think underperformed, uh, especially considering what we expected from him this season, did not have any interceptions this year, just kind of seemed to be, you know, just not the same Darius that we were getting accustomed to because of this. I, I think that his number will be a little bit too high. I am going to go ahead and say that Darius Williams does go. I don't think that the Rams bring him back especially with some of the the guys that the Rams have it as as far as depth goes at the cornerback spot. I think Darius Williams definitely became pretty expendable with the depth that the Rams have as well as his play. Next up we have running back Sony Michelle was a pretty late addition. I think it was just after the the preseason that the Rams brought in Darius or um, excuse me Sony Michelle uh, from the the New England Patriots, but obviously I mean he comes in and and he performed really well. Cam Akers goes down and then we have Daryl Williams and Sony Michelle, and that was a sweet combo for a while. And then, of course, Cam Akers comes back, and then it really became the Sony Michelle and Cam Akers show throughout the playoffs. But I'm going to say that the, the Rams do bring back running back Sony Michelle. I think that he brings a he he just fits in really well with the, what the Rams offense wants to do and the way that they run their their zone running scheme. I think that he just fits that really well, and he's a good complement to Cam Akers. Next is going to be guard Austin Corbett. He did start at guard this this season, but he has mostly been, he's just an interior offensive lineman. We've seen him play at center. We've seen him play at guard. So he's got some versatility there, and I think that versatility does play a factor. I'm going to say that the Rams do bring back guard Austin Corbett, whether that happens to be in a guard slot or a center position that could very well happen as well. Wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. I know this was kind of a polarizing signing when the Rams brought him in because uh, the Rams didn't trade for him, so I mean he chose the Rams, and the Rams chose him. The Ram- it was not a trade. The 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 Cleveland Browns waived him, and he cleared waivers, and then he came over to the Los Angeles Rams as a as a free agent in the middle of the season. It's very unfortunate we never got to see the trio of Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Odell Beckham Jr. 
part of that is why I think that this happens, but I, I, I think that the Rams do bring back Odell Beckham Jr. I think he fits in here. I think that his his whole vibe is so much better as an L.A. Ram. He's no longer required to be the superstar. And I think that that just it fits him really well. And, you know, we can reference one of the, the press conference questions where they said, would you take less to stay with the Los Angeles Rams? And he immediately said yes. And why that sticks out to me is because if the answer is no, I think that the answer would be more, well, we still have a game to worry about. You know, I'm worried about the Super Bowl and the Cincinnati Bengals just trying to win this game right now. We'll visit that at a later date. But he said yes. He said absolutely. I love it here. So I do think that he does return. And it's unfortunate, but also kind of might help the Rams in a cap situation. With that injury, maybe the Rams can get him a little bit lower, or maybe it can be a little bit of an incentive-laden deal so where the Rams can save some money on the back end there. It's not necessarily what I like to to, to talk about, but... It is something that could benefit the the team as a whole long term and as far as the the pocketbooks go. Next up, we got cornerback Dante Dion. This is one of the guys that I think makes Darius Williams more expendable. I think Dante Dion in the picture that you see, I do have that glove. That is the the glove that I have, the right the the right hand glove that you see on your screen right now. That is the one that is in my possession. So that's awesome. So I wore it for the Super Bowl. I don't care. <laughs> but Dion, I think he's got great energy. I think he he wants it. He, I I think he's he's a fighter, man. Like the way that he plays the game, I think fits in well with this defense. I think we need that energy. We need that excitement. We need that personality in the secondary. And his play, I think, does reflect all of that. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that Dante Dion does stick around with the Los Angeles Rams and one of the guys that I think bumps down Darius Williams. Next up, tackle Joe Noteboom. He is a free agent right now, but we are still waiting on word for Andrew Whitworth whether he's going to return or not. But I definitely get the feeling he's done. That is the perfect way to retire if you're Andrew Whitworth. You win a Super Bowl at home against your former team. The only two teams he's ever played for were in the Super Bowl, and he wins. I think it's the perfect storyline. I think that he's done. I don't know if he's ready to say it yet or if he's like waiting for something specific to happen. But I do think Andrew Whitworth leaves, which leads me to think that Joseph Noteboom would become the starting left tackle of the L.A. Rams. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Noteboom sticks around and hangs out as a starter next year. Next up, center Coleman Shelton, center or interior lineman. He can play uh, very much like Corbett. He can play center. He can play guard. But I'll be honest, I think that the Rams offensive line was better when Coleman Shelton was in. And I think that the Rams can bring back Coleman Shelton cheaper than they could bring in the next guy I will talk about but Coleman Shelton I think he sticks around I think that he he does an awesome job in the center of that offensive line I think he's a smart player and I I think he's one of the better guys I think that like I said the the Rams offensive line I think plays better when he's out there center Brian Allen he he's does not necessarily have the versatility and that's actually why I had I had predicted him leaving or being cut last season Brian Allen, I, I think that he is a solid player. I think that he's a really good backup center. I, I think that the, if you even watch the Super Bowl, there was a lot of run plays where he was getting blown up. And the Rams struggled to get the run game going in that one. And I kind of do put some of that on Brian Allen. When you see him getting shoved back and then Cam Akers tackled in the backfield. I mean, I, I talked about it. I talked about that was one of my X factors as... as um. It was Reader in the second of their, or in the middle, DJ Reader, the, their defensive tackle for the Bengals. He's massive, and I just think he overmatched Brian Allen. So, I, for that reason, I'm going to go ahead and say that Brian Allen goes. I don't know 
if the coaching staff feels the same way that I do. And so that could obviously be different, but I think that this offensive line is better with Coleman Shelton. And if Brian Allen wants to start, I think that there are teams that could use Brian Allen as a starter and improve that position. But I think that the Rams would get better if we started Coleman Shelton at that spot. Next up, linebacker Traven Howard. Simply put, I think he stays. I think that he I, he's done an awesome job this year. I mean, he was hurt most of the season, but he comes in and just shuts it down. He closed out the game with a pick in the NFC Championship game. He's all over the field. I, he's he, he got a pick right away when he comes back. It was a tipped ball. I think it was Taylor Rapp that tipped it. Uh, I want to say that was against the Vikings, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to remember the, the color of the uniform. It was I want to say it was bone on yellow, so I think that's right. But Traven Howard, I think he's awesome at that, that inside linebacker spot. I think he brings a lot, and his coverage is incredible. He plays the run really well. I think he's a great combo with Ernest Jones. Those two together, I think, is a solid inside linebacker combo, and I think fits really well with what the defense is doing. Quarterback, John Wolford. Ow! So the Wolf here is... He I, he threw four times this year. You know what I mean? Like, the, the backup quarterback position is not... It's not important until it is important, if that makes sense. So the Wolf Au did not, he didn't, we didn't need him this year. It could have been anybody doing that stuff. I, I could have gone in and gone one for four for five yards and one interception. You know what I mean? So the Wolf Au does not necessarily, I, I, I'm predicting he stays because there's no reason for him to leave, if that makes sense. But also if the Rams decided to move on and have somebody like Bryce Perkins be QB2 next year, I don't think anybody would complain about that. And also, my question to you guys would be, if Matthew Stafford goes down, do you actually feel comfortable in the Wolf to get it done and to, to, to keep that offense rolling exactly how Stafford was getting it done? I don't, myself. But that's also why he's a backup. You know, like, if, if we had two guys who were, like, awesome quarterbacks who could definitely be starters, we wouldn't be having this conversation because he'd probably be gone starting somewhere else. There's quarter, There's teams who need quarterbacks, you know? So... I'm, I'm going to say that he stays, but only because what, what is the point of getting rid of him? There's really none. But if he were to leave, I also feel good that that um, that Perkins is is back there as well and could all, all also get the job done. I think Perkins, I mean, seeing him out there in the preseason was unbelievable. I thought he did an awesome job, and I think he deserves to get a shot at being QB2, not just standing in his street clothes on, on the sideline for every game. Kicker Matt Gay, who ended up being... Uh, hurt most of the a good chunk of the season actually this year we we kind of learned about that after the fact that he was dealing with some injuries and I don't know what it is about these Rams kickers dealing with injuries Jeezy had the same thing uh, a few years ago but Matt Gay I think that the, the Rams went through a little bit of a carousel with at the kicker spot after Jeezy left Matt Gay though I think he did an awesome job only missed two kicks on the regular season did have a little bit of a rough stretch there but like I said he was dealing with injuries so if he can stay Good to go. I mean, Matt Gay brought a huge improvement to the Rams special teams, uh, along with Powell, but he's not a free agent. So, uh, but, and we're not listing every single name here, by the way, but uh, Matt Gay, he absolutely improved the Rams special teams and him and Hecker together. I think they were a strong combo. Uh, I'm going to say that Matt Gay sticks around. Linebacker, Obanaya Okaranko. You know what? I There's there's a lot of depth that the Rams have at the, li- the outside linebacker spot. Even when you look at guys like, like Justin Hollins, I'm bringing in Von Miller, of course, was a was a little bit of a shift. And then, you know, Terrell Lewis is in there as well. I'm going to say that Oboe 
gets a shot somewhere else to potentially be a starter. But I don't think that he really fits in with what the Rams are doing right now because I think he's good enough to go somewhere else and and have a bigger role. So I think that that's something that he would want to do. Uh, obviously, you know, the, the conversation is like, well, he won a Super Bowl here. Why wouldn't he want to stick around? But these guys are also football players. And if they're not playing as much as they want to, maybe they'll want to go somewhere else and try it there. You know what I mean? So I think that that'll be kind of the situation for Oboe. And we'll see if uh, if if their new if his new potential fan base can pronounce his name, Okoronkwo, Obanio Okoronkwo. So I, I do think he takes off, though. I don't know if the Rams necessarily have uh, have a need for him at that spot. The Rams are pretty loaded at that edge rusher position, and Oboe is is just a kind of a name that's tossed in there and doesn't get as many reps as I think he should. But when you look at the rest of the death chart for the Rams, it's like, well, yeah, but where is he supposed to play? You know, like Floyd Miller, and then you got Hollins, Lewis. Uh, these guys are incredible players. So he's kind of thrown in in a stacked spot. So that's why I think he goes. Defensive tackle, Sebastian Joseph Day, SJD. I think Sebastian Joseph Day is one of those guys, especially with the, the emergence of Greg Gaines. I think Sebastian Joseph Day is on his way out. I think that he deserves to be a starter somewhere, and I think that there are plenty of teams that he could be a starter for. A lot of conversation about the Chargers involving Sebastian Joseph Day. So I think that that's very realistic that he takes off to be an actual starter, to play a bigger role somewhere, much like Oboe on that front there as well. I, I just It feels like he can do more and be a bigger, a bigger contributor somewhere else especially with Greg Gaines playing such awesome football right now. Uh, Gaines is incredible. Sebastian Joseph Day becomes a little bit expendable with that, uh, but his his swag, his whole presence, everything like that is, it's it's going to, there's going to be, I think, a situation if he leaves that Rams fans are going to say, we never should have got rid of Sebastian Joseph Day, but we're going to look at our own team and be like, well, where would he be though? Like, what would he be doing here? So go play somewhere else, man. Go get it done. Sorry, you're not going to win more Super Bowls because that's going to be the Rams all the time. So, <laughs> uh, but Sebastian Joseph Day, I think, deserves to be a starter somewhere else. And right now, he's just a rotation guy for the Rams. And then linebacker Troy Reader, who I think definitely became expendable this season. I, I think he really only had one good game, and that was week 18 against the San Francisco 49ers. I think he nailed that game. I think he was doing a really good job, but everything else it, he struggled with. He couldn't tackle Debo, that's for sure. That was uh, one thing about the 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 49ers game that I, that was frustrating, uh, especially the NFC championship game. Uh, I, I even made the comment to somebody that, that, that old spice commercial where Derrick Henry's dragon Rams defenders, that was probably based on Troy reader. Cause he just, he seems like he struggles with that. He doesn't get that contact and then, and then stop it. You know, he's, he's letting other people get that yards after contact stat to get a little bit padded because he struggles with that. I don't know if it's a strength thing. I don't know if it's a technique thing, I don't know. I'm not a coach. I don't know that side of it. But either way, Troy Reader, I think that the Rams are better at that position when it's Traven Howard and Ernest Jones. I think that Reader is a little bit expendable there. I don't think that the Rams want, well, I can't say that the Rams want to bring him back or not because I don't know what those conversations sound like. But I think that he becomes uh, probably a backup for a different team. That's kind of the feeling that I get from Troy Reader. Let me know what you guys think as far as who you think stays, who you think goes. Uh, I'm definitely open to having conversations about it. And I'm also, all of my opinions are pretty fluid, all right? This could all change tomorrow about who I think stays, who I think's, who, who I think's on their way out. You know what I mean? Something could happen tomorrow where Greg Gaines is all of a sudden not the guy. It's going to be Sebastian Joseph Day. I have no idea. So uh, this could be shifting, but we'll talk. We'll keep talking about it. 
as we get closer to free agency and the draft, everything like that, because that'll also come into play. Is who the Rams draft? Who who are we looking at here? Who are the visits? And you know, free agency's coming. Maybe the Rams are signing some guys that make some of these other guys expendable. Who knows? Some good stuff here coming up either way uh, with with uh, this offseason because the Rams are in a weird spot right now with trying to keep as many of these superstars as we can. But also, you know, every roster has turnover every single year. Everybody turns over a decent amount. So that's got to be taken into consideration as well. Some other names, by the way, that could come off of the books, in my opinion. Uh, well, I mean, first is going to be Andrew Whitworth, who I do believe will retire. I think it's just a matter of time before he makes that announcement. I don't know where that announcement will happen, uh, but it seems like he's the kind of guy that would put out a video that the Rams would drop or something. So I, I think that that's on its way. I think Wit is done. I think we did watch his last game. If you guys didn't watch the mic'd up, he had some good stuff with Hendrickson and like one where he just blasted him two times on one play and just kept looking back at him. Didn't say anything, just kept looking. Oh man, I loved it. Um, Wit though, mic'd up was good. And I don't know if you guys did watch that mic'd up, but I, I definitely... I'll be completely honest with you guys. Definitely teared up there at the end. <laughs> like after, you know, like you see, you see Stafford just kind of get down and, and McVay comes up to him and yeah, it was, it was just kind of those moments was like, wow. And then Van Jefferson, that, that, that person comes up to him. And it's like, your wife is in labor right now. And he's like, Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> it's, oh man, it was just, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable, hard to put into words. Uh, next up, as far as names who I think could come off of the books, I'm going to go with running back Daryl Henderson. The Rams could save some money there, uh, getting rid of him. He does have a little bit more time left on his contract, but the Rams with Sony Michelle, with Cam Akers, with Funky Town, I think that there's uh, there's some ex- there is a little part of me that thinks that he is pretty expendable now. He's gotten to that that point now. Uh, Daryl Henderson, that is. And then I'm going to go with Safety Taylor Rapp. Everybody kind of, if you guys have stuck around with me uh, for the last few years here, uh, my my opinions on Taylor Rapp have, have existed. And <laughs> um, but the Rams could save about $2.5 million on the books with uh, with cutting, cutting Taylor Rapp. And I think that the emergence of Nick Scott, I think absolutely has to be taken into consideration here. And I think that going into next year, Going into the 2022 season with Jordan Fuller and Nick Scott as the starting safeties, I feel 100% comfortable with that, and I personally feel more comfortable with that than if it would get, than if it was going to be Jordan Fuller and Taylor Rapp. I just I, I feel like that Scott and Fuller combo, Jordan Fuller for president, uh, I think that that is going to be, hopefully, uh, that's kind of what I'm hoping to see out there because I think Nick Scott is an incredible safety. His progression from when he was drafted, I think it was sixth round, might have been seventh. Because uh, Bones was the one that brought him in. He was scheduled to be just a special teams guy. And then was kind of forced into being a, a safety. And the way that he gets better every single week, uh, you can't it, it, you can't take that kind of stuff for granted. And you can't also like let like see that kind of progression and the the clear progression of him getting better and better and better and better and better and then say, all right, you're you're back up now again. You know, because I think that if he is a starter full time. I think that really a sky's the limit for a guy like him. You know what I mean? So I'm really excited to see what he can do, what his career unfolds as. And with him back there with Jordan Fuller, feel really, really good about that. Fuller is an incredible safety, and Nick Scott just keeps getting better. I think this Rams secondary is in some good hands, especially if somebody 
uh, if we can get a, a really strong secondary coach to, to help these guys out. Jalen Ramsey, Nick Scott, Jordan Fuller. I like that trio. We'll see what happens at the other cornerback spot. Maybe it'll be a guy like David Long Jr. who had an amazing playoff run. Maybe it'll be a guy like Dante Dion who did have a couple starts. Real energetic guy. He gets everybody hyped up and stuff like that. Or maybe Darius Williams comes back. We'll see what happens at that, at that position. Next up, we have Fan Quesos. Don't go anywhere. We have some really good ones. Welcome back in, Rams fans. Let's hop into our Fan Quesos here, brought to you by Shaw's Customs. Check that out in the link in the description below. Don't take my word for it. Go check it out yourself. Get yourself some awesome Ram stuff. Super Bowl champion decals and all that business. Good stuff. First one's going to come from Keith. How much of this team can they keep together for another run? Yeah, it's a solid question, but it also looks like the Rams, the, the money for the Rams is a lot better than it's getting credit for. Everybody likes to think that the Rams just have, have been spending like madmen and everything like it's just going to fall apart right now or something like that. It's not necessarily the case. Uh, it looks like a big chunk of this team is going to be able to stay intact. And it's it, it kind of has the feeling that of a lot of the, the guys who will potentially be leaving this team are probably going to leave just so that they can maybe play more snaps or something like that because this team is pretty loaded as far as superstars go and when you get into the depth of it there's some really good players here and I, I think that mostly this team will be intact next year we will see of course I mean every team has turnover and we're going to get some surprises along the way uh, as the the offseason goes on but and especially with this team you never know what this team is going to do so I think overall this team will be mostly in place, and I mean, right now, I feel comfortable saying we, we are going to be in the Super Bowl conversation for most of the season, like most of the offseason into the season, that's going to be in the conversation, you know what I mean? Unless something absolutely dramatic happens, I think that that'll be a thing. Next one here comes from Felipe. Uh, how do we run it back and keep Vaughn Miller and OBJ? OBJ looks like he'll come decently cheap. Uh, of course, we, only, we spent like a nickel on Vaughn Miller this year, so... I don't know what's going to happen there, but and I don't know what he was wanting. I don't know what kind of what kind of contract he's looking for, especially at his age, what he's like thirty three, something like that. At his age, I'm not sure exactly what he's looking for, but uh, if anything, I think that OBJ comes back and maybe Von Miller tests somewhere else. But I think that both do come back, and and like I said, uh, most of these guys are already under contract. the The big bulk of our team is under contract already, so we'll see some turnover, of course, but. Overall, this team will be intact next year. Uh, next few here come from Cody. What are we going to do about our DBs outside of Ramsey? I see it unlikely we re-sign D-Will. Our secondary is going to struggle a bit next year. Is our secondary going to struggle a bit next year? You know, I don't see it, man. I, I think that Nick Scott is awesome. I think that Jordan Fuller's awesome. Jordan uh, Jalen Ramsey, whether or not he had a bad Super Bowl game, I, I don't think that's like indicative of just how he plays forever now. Uh, he's obviously an extremely talented corner. The Rams have some good depth there. I, I like the the guys that the Rams have at, at the cornerback spot. Dante Dion and DLJ, David Long Jr. I, I think I like these guys, you know? And, you know, you, you kind of do want two really awesome outside corners because most teams have two wide receivers that you need to cover now. But uh, overall, man, I don't think our secondary is, like, beat up or that bad or anything. And, like... I talked about this all last year. It was like the everybody kept saying how bad the Rams' offensive line was, and I was like, I felt like the only one that was like, no, I like this offensive line. Oh, we have good players. We're fine here. And 
then it, as the season goes on, everybody's like, man, this Rams offensive line is pretty good. It's like, that's what I was trying to tell you all. <laughs> you know, and I feel that same way about the secondary right now. And I feel that same way about the linebackers right now. Traven Howard and, and Ernest Jones, the Rams might get some heat from media saying that this is not a good group, but I think it's an awesome group. So I'm here for it, man. And I think our secondary is going to do fine. Next one here from Cody. If Big Wit retires, can we re-sign Note Boom? And if not, what are we going to do about our offensive line? If Big Wit retires, we absolutely have the money to re-sign Note Boom. So I wouldn't be concerned about that. And then also, I mean, the Rams do have some depth there. Uh, if 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 it gets like worse to worse comes to worse, you know, I mean, there's like Tremaine Ancrum still around, stuff like that. So I think we'll be okay. Uh, but we just got to wait and see what happens with it, man. I mean, is I hate giving that answer, but we're also like one week off of the Super Bowl. So uh, there's going to be some things that happen. Wit has not officially retired yet, but if he does, I do think no boom returns. I, I think that I think that no boom returns either way. But I think that if Wit leaves, then no boom, I think will slide into that left tackle starter spot. Uh, nice. Next one here from Cody. How is Brian Allen so highly graded? By Pro Football Focus, considering he is our highest-rated offensive lineman outside of Whitworth, I think he is our weak link. I absolutely agree, but I know it's not necessarily just his specific play because he does do a good job, like individually. He can block some people. He got blown up in the in the Super Bowl a lot, but I I think that as a unit, the the offensive line plays better when Coleman Shelton's in. I think that the the protections are just a little bit better. Everything's just picked out a little bit cleaner when it's Coleman Shelton, and I think that that's where Brian Allen's weak spot is. Myself. And you know, yeah, he's he's graded high, but I think he's a part of a really strong unit. And I, I would also consider him our weak link. And I'm not trying to take shot at Brian Allen. Definitely not. I mean he's he's a good say or he's a good center, but I just think that we have better options on our roster right now. Next one here from Cody. Thoughts on Van Jefferson. Where is he now and, and what do you think his ceiling is? I think he's about at his ceiling, not necessarily like I think he can he can get a little bit better, but I think that what we see from him this year I think that's about right. I, I feel like if we can get this kind of season out of Van Jefferson, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like that's that's good to go. But also let's let's not forget that uh, he's in such a loaded group that if he was somewhere else, maybe where he was the guy, then maybe maybe his ceiling would would Im- increase a little bit. But with you know Cooper Cup, OBJ, Robert Woods, I, I think that Van Jefferson he he's just in a spot right now where I think he's just playing a role. And his role with the Rams, I think, is about what we saw this year. It's He's going to have those big plays every once in a while, and then he's also going to have games where he doesn't get a catch. You know, it's just the way it is. Uh, next one here from Cody. Last one on, last one. Daryl Henderson, uh, he is not our worst running back. Seems like he's good in the pass game, but otherwise overrated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say that, that for Daryl Henderson, I don't know, man. There's something, it's like he's missing it. If that makes any sense to anybody, like he's missing that it factor. I want to see more though of of uh, Jake Funk. I think that Funk is is underutilized right now. Of course, he was out for a good chunk of the season, so you got to consider that as well. But I mean, either way, it's Daryl Henderson is definitely expendable now that Cam Akers and Sony Michelle are in town. So you got to take that. Let's see here. Let's head over to the YouTube channel for the comments here. Uh, first one here is going to come from Annette. Will the Rams run it back? I sure hope so. But hey, you know what? I'm here for all of it. All right. If the Rams go 0-17 next year, I'm still going to be sitting here rocking my Rams gear, doing Rams showcase for you guys. So yes, it is way more fun to win. And I'm having an awesome time talking about Super Bowl and stuff like that. Will they do it? It's so hard. So we'll see. But I can guarantee you guys, I'll still be here no matter what this LA Rams team does next year. Right now though, I'm just, I'm, I'm just happy this happened. 
You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm stoked that we were able to do this. It's been one heck of a, uh, of a season, and I it's it's fun. I'm just having fun right now, man. But if uh, if the Rams do it again, obviously we'll just we'll just keep going. But you know, it's will they do it? I I don't think that we're gonna have that much turnover. I think we'll be all right. Coaching staff turnover is a different story, a little bit. But you know, uh, do you think the Rams keep OBJ and Vaughn? I do think that. Uh, did not read these beforehand, by the way, so uh, I did get this question, but yeah, I do think that OBJ comes back. I think Vaughn's a little bit of a toss-up, although I do think he does. Re- I think it's more like 55-45 as far as Vaughn goes, but I feel good about OBJ coming back. John Perry coming in. Sebastian Joseph Day is a free agent. Do you think the Rams will re-sign him with the emergence of Gaines and Robinson, both of whom are under contract? Actually, Robinson, uh, that's a, na- a name I did not mention when I was talking about this. You're, that's a very good point. That's even more expendable for John, uh, Joseph Day. So I, I think he's on his way out, but I don't think that that's like the Rams saying like, nah, we don't want you anymore. It's going to be, I, I think it's more of a situation where it's like, hey man, go play somewhere. Go play some football, man. Like, cause you're, you're in like one every seven plays here. Go play somewhere and be a starter. Next year, one here from John. Past experience says running backs will get injured. Should the Rams re-sign Michelle? I think that the Rams will continue to to roll with Michelle I think that you know running backs are everywhere and if the Rams don't bring back Michelle I think that the Rams just sign somebody else they were like oh this is awesome you know but Michelle I think fits in well with what the Rams offense likes to do he's really good at the the zone running scheme he's he's a great compliment to Cam Akers who will be the number one guy going into next year so yeah I feel good about Michelle coming back for sure Let's see here. Uh, this one's going to come from Neil. You should have come down for the parade, my dude. It was electric. Well, there's always next year. Just plan ahead. Do you think that Vaughn and OBJ get an extension? And for how much? How many years? Here is my prediction. OBJ, three years, $19.5 million. Vaughn, three years, $30 million. I think you're a little high on Vaughn uh, as far as the money goes there. But uh, OBJ, three years for 19 That That almost feels a little low. I, I think I would go maybe 24 for OBJ for three years. Uh, Vaughn, I think we can get a little bit cheaper simply because of age and uh, stuff like that. But he's also, I mean, he performed. So, I mean, who who knows, man? That's that's tough. I, I, I'm awful at predicting contracts, except for I was only one million off on uh, on Aaron Donald's. I think I said something like like six years, 135, and it ended up being six years, 136. <laughs> like that. It's like, dang, nailed it. That was awesome. Uh, but I should have come down for the parade. Dude, I know. But the worst part about it is, A, I was working. It was the middle of the day on a Wednesday. And there was no way I had time to, like, get that day off on the announcement and stuff like that. Like, because I didn't know when it was going to be. I You don't know ahead of time. You don't know before the game. You know what I mean? It's not like they're like, hey, this is going to be this day. And like that. So, yeah, man, if I was out there, uh, it would be a totally different story. But uh, being out in Colorado, trying to find the ability to get out there on such short notice, uh, that was, it was near impossible. It wasn't impossible, but it was near impossible, and it just didn't work out. Next one here from John again. Of the four free agent offensive linemen, Nopum, Corbett, Shelton, and Allen, which, if any, do you think the Rams re-sign and why? I think the Rams re-sign Nopum because I think he's going to be a starter. I think the Rams re-sign Corbett because he is a starter and he can also play center. Shelton, I think, returns as well because of his versatility. Brian Allen, I do not have the Rams bringing back at the moment. We will see how my opinions shift as the as time goes on. But I think that the the Rams, uh, they get a little bit better as the or like 
the Rams offensive line, I think, plays better as uh, Shelton plays and not Allen. Next one from John. Do you think the Rams star players uh, will sign discounted team-friendly contracts to help combat salary cap constraints? I do think that Matthew Stafford could get an adjustment or a little bit of a restructure on his deal. I think that um, potentially somebody like Ramsey could get a little bit of a restructure here. I don't think it would be... I wouldn't like if the Rams even asked Aaron Donald to restructure. I think that the Rams should give Aaron Donald whatever the heck he asks for, which is what I said before they even offered his his previous extension was like just what ask him what he wants and give it to him. You know what I mean? Just do it. Like if if he wants to if he wants to make 500 million dollars and also play quarterback, you do it. You know what I mean? Just let him do whatever he wants. He's incredible. He's one of the best players that the NFL has ever seen. I think by the time that like he retires and we see some years pass and stuff like that, I think we're going to look back and say he is the best Rams player of all time. I think that we are getting to that point. I think that we're talking, he's 30 years old right now. He's been an all-pro every single year that he's been in the, in, in the NFL. He's three-time defensive player of the year. Could have won it this year, but TJ Watt had an amazing year as well. Super Bowl champion now, which is like the last thing that he needed on his Hall of Fame checklist, even though he was already probably slated for that. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I really do think that we can look at him in the future because I don't want to get it caught up in like this recency bias thing. I, I think that 20 years down the road, we will be having a conversation of like, man, we remember watching Aaron Donald play football. We remember watching him just absolutely dominate. He was the best defensive player of all time. Like he's in that conversation. You can't really argue with that. I mean, you can say Reggie White, Warren Sapp, all these other guys, but Let's keep in mind also that he's doing this from the interior defensive line. Something that Warren, like he's, Aaron Donald's done stuff in, in eight seasons in the defensive tackle spot that, that Warren Sapp never did, you know, in, a, in longer years. You know what I mean? So it's, we can absolutely have the conversation that, that Aaron Donald is not only the best defensive player in NFL history, he might be in getting into that conversation of best player in NFL history. And I would say he's probably going to be viewed as the best Rams player in, in franchise history. We're already getting to that point. And the best part is we get to watch it happen. We get to watch it happen. We get to watch it all unfold. We've been able to see his entire career. I can't, well, I can't speak for everybody, but I've been, I remember watching him get drafted. I actually was at a Primal Fear concert in Denver that night, so I recorded it. I got home at like 1 a.m., started watching the draft, see that we get Greg Robinson, and I wanted Greg Robinson. It didn't work out, but that's irrelevant. And then later on, 13th overall, we see Aaron Donald, and I was like, holy crap, like, we got Aaron Donald, like, because I knew the name, but it, like, the, I think the big part of that, the draft day was like, not, a, not everybody knew Aaron Donald, he was undersized, all this stuff, and it was like, man, but this guy's so, like, he's good, though, like, he's really good, and I was excited for Aaron Donald right away, and it's, I, we're watching that kind of stuff unfold. And I, I say all of that to say that Aaron Donald, I don't think, should restructure. <laughs> Cooper Cup, also, though, I think I think we'll look back on Cooper Cup season. He might restructure to free up some space, whatever. I don't think so, necessarily, but that's possible as well. But I think that this year, like, we're, we're going to say, like, oh, man, remember Cooper Cup's 2021 season? That was unbelievable. Like, we're going to talk about that. So I, I think that it could happen, absolutely. Uh, last couple here are going to come from Edwin. Edwin, first of all, man. Happy anniversary. I'm recording this on uh, on the day that I saw the, the your post that it is uh, your anniversary. So happy anniversary to Edwin. Um, super happy for you guys. I know you guys are getting married here soon. So that's that's amazing. But either way, here's your questions. Uh, what do you what did you do the moment you knew we won the game? 
I will have a video out for you guys. Um, I there's a couple videos that I have access to right now, but I'm waiting for like the good stuff to come in, and I'll 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 piece something together for you guys to so you guys can see my reaction to to it. But that ball goes incomplete, and you you know at that moment the game's over. I just I I was just hugging, man. I was hugging everybody. It was right away my buddy Aaron, who I, I've been watching Rams games with for years. We've watched this team be terrible together. <laughs> um, we watched this team lose a, lose a Super Bowl together. And, you know, it's that was the first one. Um, and then, of course, Allen is in there. Seth, my buddy Jackson, who's a Packers fan. Like, it was just that whole moment was just insane. And then it kind of, like, settled down a little bit. And I almost did exactly what Stafford did was just like kind of crouched down and I just kind of soaked it in, man. It was the best. I mean, I've wanted that for so long, you know, as it was, it was great. It was great. It was great. Next one here from Edwin. Should Big Wit retire? I think he should. I think he should go out the, the way that he can go out. I don't think it can get better than that. You play for this team, and yeah, I it's, it's perfect. You play, you you beat your your former team, and it, it's it's just incredible, man. So I think that he, the way that he can go out, winning for the Rams, and and then beating his former team, winning a ring finally, I, I yeah, I think that he should go out. Let's see here, um. Who, in your opinion, was the biggest reason we won the Super Bowl? I, I give that to Aaron Donald. If Aaron Donald doesn't get to Joe Burrow there at the end, I, I I don't know if the Rams win that game. You know what I mean? Like that's I really do feel that way. I, I feel like if if the Rams if if Donald doesn't get to, to Burrow, Jamar Chase is open. Ramsey fell down. And I think that if if Burrow has even one more second, he probably finds Jamar Chase. And Aaron Donald getting in there, not being able to be blocked. Two dudes tried, both failed. It was it was perfect, man. It was perfect. But that is gonna do it for our fan casos. Uh, the, welcome to the new season of Ram Showcase, guys. This is gonna be some fun stuff. I got I can't wait for what this season develops into, and 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 where we where we end up with 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 Ram Showcase and this this off season and in the additions that we're making here. And uh, I'm really excited to see what the future holds here for Ram Showcase. And uh, thank you guys for, for hanging out with me, guys. It's been it, it's been amazing. I'm looking forward to many, many more years doing Ram Showcase and being Sheriff Joe Bags with you guys. And, yeah, going to be fun stuff, man. But thank you guys so much. Uh, make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase and all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can also follow Ram Showcase on TikTok. I will be making sure that that gets more involved as well. And you can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Beggs on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Beggs. We are in season number seven of Ram Showcase. This is going to be some fun stuff. We've got an awesome off season coming up. We will keep the season going like we don't stop here at ram showcase this is a year-round show so uh schedule updates will be coming to you guys uh just keep your eyes open if uh if anything changes because now that i am two job in it i don't know exactly what's going to happen as far as the schedule goes so it's going to be some fun stuff thank you guys so much for hanging out with me i do genuinely appreciate you guys it's been amazing been amazing it's definitely not over hey let's run it back run it back
Run it back! That was my favorite part of the parade, I think, with Sean McVay doing Fun stuff, fun stuff. But that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Beggs. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports World Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.